really we come here with a purpose and a mission, if you want to call it that. It doesn't need to be so heavy, but with purpose and with a plan. And the plan is really to move towards our highest self. That's like our North Star. So when we move in that direction, we naturally feel good because we're in sync with with the plan. We're, we're moving in alignment. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss. And guys, today we just hit 100 interviews on the podcast. We have like over 160 episodes in almost three years, but it feels like an incredible milestone to hit 100 interviews leading up to the three-year anniversary of the podcast in just a few weeks. And so today on the podcast for this milestone episode, I'm joined by Jordan Cardarelli. Jordan is a Gene Keys reader and guide. Jordan really sees the Gene Keys profile as your personal roadmap to your highest self. And if you're like me, before connecting with Jordan, the Gene Keys was brand new to me. And so I'm excited for this episode because Jordan shares everything that you need to know about the Gene Keys and your profile, how it can really provide clarity on your path and your purpose, and the Gene Keys really as this roadmap to your highest self. Jordan shares how we can begin to understand our relationship to our shadow, using the Gene Keys to confront limiting beliefs and fears, and how by working through the resistance, we can begin to embrace our gifts. Plus, we chat about evolving through moments of joy and celebration, saying yes to the inventor that's our own, what inspires Jordan, her biggest dream, and so much more. I want to thank today's sponsor, Nomad Always at Home. Nomad offers new experiences within and around the world so that you can live a fuller life with more joy, gratitude, confidence, and connection through a variety of special offerings like their latest six-week self-discovery program, Who Are We Becoming? Our Healing Journey. Nomad's founder, Phoebe Leona, who was a guest on The Power of Storytelling earlier this year, leads an inner exploration through movement and storytelling to unblock the obstacles that are holding you back from joy in your life while bringing to light our collective stories together. This series includes both private and weekly group sessions that create a safe container so you are heard, seen, and felt with compassion and healthy resources to gain a new sense of self-confidence. There are only a few spots still available for the six-week series. You can join at nomadalwaysatom.com and save $50 when you use the code SEEKTHEJOY2020 now through September 28th. I'm going to include more information about Nomad and this new series with the discount code in the show notes for today's episode. This week's episode with Jordan is such a powerful conversation really about working through our fears and limiting beliefs and embracing our gifts. I loved connecting with Jordan and I'm so happy that we sat down to have this conversation and I I can't wait to hear what you think. So make sure to join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. If you're on Spotify, hit follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe. And while you're there, leave us a rating and review. Ratings and reviews really help the podcast get seen by new people and it shares with people what 
Seek the Joy is really all about. So when you leave us that review, take a screenshot and send it to sydney at seekthejoypodcast.com and I'll send you a little something something to say thank you. Before we dive in to this week's new episode, I want to share with you guys that we are celebrating three years of Seek the Joy podcast on October 3rd. And this year we are celebrating on Zoom and I would love for you to join. Save the date for Saturday, October 3rd at 2 p.m. Pacific and I'll include the link to RSVP in the show notes for today's episode. I always love learning about new modalities and and new tools and things that we can use to understand ourselves and our path and our direction. And the gene keys is something I had no idea about, but I was so fortunate to connect with Jordan and have a session with her too ahead of our recording together. So I'm so excited for you guys to tune into this one. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Jordan Cartarelli, all about the gene keys. How did you find the gene keys? Because for me, it was brand new. And I think it's going to be brand new for so many people who are tuning in also. So, I mean, I will save it's a long story. <laughs> um, of course, one thing leads to another in our lives, but I'll give you kind of the shorter version of it. Okay. So I was working in corporate finance for about 10 years. I did that for a very long time in my life, but I've always been like, ever since I was very, very little, very interested in the sky, the cosmos. And I was really into astrology and, you know, everything like that for my whole life. So I, you know, I was transitioning out of my corporate career and I was kind of just studying certain things as a hobby, I suppose, like, you know, astrology. And then I was introduced to the human design system a few years before that. And, um, human design is a little bit more well-known than the gene keys. So Mm -hmm. some, some listeners may know of this and it's kind of, um, it's very linked to the gene keys. There's lots of overlap with the two systems. So I decided, or I think it chose me maybe (laughs) is a better (laughs) way of putting it to actually start to share this type of spiritual, cosmic information with other people as work. And I, for a long time, thought I would share human design, Mm -hmm. but there was just this little like gut knowing and intuition in the back of my head that always was like, something's missing. It's this, but it's not really this. And it never really felt completely aligned, even though honestly, I had already written eBooks and I was building a website. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I just like listened to myself and paused And it was just over a year ago now that it was just this kind of like one of those really like kismet synchronistic weekends that happened. It was felt like very charged. And I was introduced to the Gene Keys system in just like really weird synchronistic ways. And I was like, I need to know more about this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I ordered the book, the text by Richard Rudd. It's called The Gene Keys. And then I knew immediately that this was kind of the missing link in terms of what I was going to share with other people. And that's kind of how it all happened. Wow. When I saw my Gene Keys profile, I'm sure we'll talk about that more. I was like totally blown away by it because I had gone through years of kind of like 
I mean, you can call it so many things. I was transitioning out of basically everything in my life into Mm -hmm. a a whole new me. Um, You can call it like a spiritual awakening or a reawakening, I guess, or an ego death, like, you know, whatever label you want to put on it. I was changing so quickly and it was like happening to me kind of thing. Hmm. So I had done a lot of healing and uncovering on my own, a lot of my own subconscious programming and patterning and, you know, getting to know who I really was underneath all of that. And then I see my Jinkies profile and everything was like written there for me. All of that work that I had done for years prior was in black and white on one paper. And I was just like, yeah, I was taken by it right away. I thought it was the most amazing thing I had ever seen. (laughs) Wow. It's so interesting because I've read this and you and I have, we spoke last week um, before this recording and there's this aspect and correct me if I'm wrong, but of the gene keys that really speaks to your highest self. That's what I took from our time together last week. And that in some ways or in all ways, it shows like a roadmap to, to who you are. So how cool that you found Mm -hmm. it at a time where you were uncovering your own roadmap, right? You were uncovering your own, like what you were stepping into kind of simultaneously. Totally. It's very confirming for everybody that Mm -hmm. I've ever shared the system with, because we can see, like you were saying, both our highest self, which is represented in the higher frequencies of your profile. So I always say, if you're embodied fully in those high frequencies, you'll feel so in alignment. Mm -hmm. And And the more you move towards those high frequencies, the more flowy and synchronistic and abundant and just content your life will become. Because really, we come here with a purpose and a mission, if you want to call it that. It doesn't need to be so heavy, but with purpose and with a plan. And the plan is really to move towards our highest self. Mm -hmm. That's like our North Star. So when we move in that direction, we naturally feel good because we're in sync with with the plan. We're we're moving in alignment. So yeah, it's, it's really a tool that provides clarity on your path and purpose and um, can make sense also on the lower frequency side. So there's the high frequency side, which is our highest self. And then also depicted in the profile would be your, what we call the shadow, which is all of the kind of on the flip side of your higher self, what is also present for you. So also a session or looking at your Gene Keys profile really can frame a lot of the fears and, you know, the patterns that we already know that we have Mm -hmm. in this like really cool way that you've never thought of it before. Because often, well, always on the other side of those fears and patterns is your higher self. So there's a purpose for those things to exist for you too, which is like such a beautiful, hopeful message. Yeah. And the Gene Keys, it really sounds like it's a tool for your own evolution or tool for your soul's growth. And so you mentioned on the profile, you'll have like the higher frequencies and then also the shadow frequencies. And so when you 
started diving into your own Gene Keys profile and started doing this work, um, what was what was that like? What was that experience like? Because you had already come from a background in human design, and and you and I have spoken about this, but I think human design really allows you to access your energy or understand it. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the Gene Keys really. It's more about uncovering maybe your soul path or your journey or what's going to lead to greater fulfillment maybe in this lifetime. So I'm curious what that experience was like for you when you sat down and you started reading and uncovering and and mapping out your own profile. I mean, you summarized it perfectly there. The, you know, your human design chart is incredible at giving you and there's so much more depth. I'm really making a blanket statement here, yeah. but it's, it's incredible at giving you, um, you know, how you can best use your energy to, to come into alignment. Whereas the gene keys takes things a little bit deeper from my perspective in terms of actually doing some healing work. Mm. I actually see the gene keys profile as a tool for healing and elevating your frequency which are kind of more like mystical or like um, esoteric kind of words, but yeah. it is just like you said, it's it's more about uncovering your soul's path in this lifetime. And also it kind of is a gauge of where you're currently at and why you might be experiencing some resistance in different aspects of your life, whether it's work, you know, if you're making a work transition or you're not happy at your current job, well, we'll definitely be able to see why that is. Mm -hmm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Because if you're not, and I think we talked about that with you quite a bit. um, If you're not really taking into consideration those energies that you're meant to be working with in terms of work and career, then you will not feel fulfilled. The The Gene Keys profile is broken out into three parts. I call them the paths. The first is the gift path, which speaks to your overall just sort of essence and personality. It also uncovers your four key gifts you're here to share with other people. So I call this the pillar of you, the pillar of your profile. The second is the heart path, which goes a little bit deeper into healing stories from the past that bring you a lot more in line with your own intuition. It also really helps elevate your relationship with others and yourself. So that's the heart path. And then your abundance path comes at the end. And this goes into the foundational energies of your most aligned work and career. So no matter where you're at in life, there's always these the three main parts of the profile, but also the spheres or like the points that are within them tell a mm-hmm. lot about you. They give you really, really clear guidance about any, you know, which area of life. So for me, when I first discovered the Gene Keys, I was at a work transition. That was the main kind of piece in my life, but it was, it was a huge transition because I was, again, moving away from a corporate job that was very stable and um, moving into first of all, not knowing what I was going to do, but just knowing I needed to leave the job (laughs) and then starting my own business, something that is totally different, but I could see very clearly in my profile why I was not fulfilled in the past. It was very obvious to me. I was like, of course that wasn't going to do it for me. And I was like basically Mm -hmm. bumped off that path because I wasn't meant to be sharing that. It's meant to be sharing something that's more in alignment with me and my higher self. And then What's really cool about the abundance path too is 
there's really specific energies that are attached to prosperity. So I was, of course, transitioning out of a stable career. So I was, it was um, a priority for me to build my business to a point where I could support myself. So prosperity was top of mind. And yeah, I was really able to work with a lot of the shadow frequencies there to really understand what was preventing me from stepping into prosperity and fulfillment. Yeah, that was kind of my main focus at the start where I started to experiment with my Gene Keys profile and really learn the power that it holds Mm -hmm. in like making massive life transitions. Yeah. Yeah, What a gift to have found it at that moment for yourself when you really were in this like deep state of transition. But it also sounds like there was part of you that really knew you were ready for the next. You were ready to take that next step, ready to step out of where you were. Mm -hmm. So what a gift to have found this, you know, simultaneously. I think so too. It really helped. (laughs) It really helped, of course. And I'm curious about the shadow piece, the shadow work that you touched on and how when you work through those frequencies, it allows you to step forward or, um, you know, move past your fear. And so how, how do you do this? How do you sort of through the gene keys, I guess you could say elevate through doing shadow work, like Mm -hmm. confronting limiting beliefs or fears, um, so that you can align with your path, align with your higher self. Um, yeah. How do you go about starting to do that kind of work? Yeah. I love that we're going to talk about the shadow specifically because I always say that the juice of the Gene Keys profile is in the shadow. Ooh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> I love <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, the juice is in the shadow. It's yeah. it's what moves us forward because as much as, you know, in a session or you just naturally we really want to know what is our highest self? We want to be really clear on our path and purpose and know I suppose why we're here. But Mm -hmm. the most important piece is the shadow, which is always going to exist within us as well. So I always say when we look at our profile, there's the high frequencies, there's the low frequency, which is the shadow. We never want to sever ourselves from the shadow. So like when we look at some of those low vibrational keywords, we can think like, oh, I don't want to be... Um, controlling or inadequate or like some of them say, or there's psychosis, like some of them are very strong shadow keywords, Mm. but we don't want to sever ourselves from the shadow and turn our back on it. We rather want to understand the why and the how of why that shadow pattern exists in our lives. And it's never that, for example, if it says something like control or controlling, it's never that you are controlling. It's rather that there exists in you limiting beliefs, patterns, fears, stories that need to be unpacked and understood about that shadow. Mm-hmm. So it's understanding your relationship to that shadow in the past, the role that it plays in your life right now, why we maybe fall back on that pattern, like what does it actually give us because there it serves us in some way, even when we're in a shadow pattern. Um, often there's lots of fears underneath there. There is limiting beliefs. So once those are brought to light, I always say they're about 50% of the way healed because, mm-hmm. because they're not un- running unconsciously anymore. We actually have basically taken a flashlight to them 
exposed them for what they are. And it doesn't mean that we're never going to uh, revisit those patterns again, but we just have a better understanding of the how and the why. Mm -hmm. And naturally, as we do that, as we make friends with our shadow and we understand those things about us and about our past, most likely, we actually heal. That's how we actually start to heal. Mm -hmm. And our frequency naturally elevates from that place. So we never really need to like white knuckle. I also say that a lot. The high frequencies, like I just want to be my highest self like and hang on so, so tight to like all the keywords that it says. We want to go deeper into the shadow. And then of course there's action steps often too that we we usually need to do some work on the conscious level as well. It's not just, you know, journaling and uncovering and understanding and meditating. Yeah. But it's also like taking conscious action, right? Like if, you know, if, if you are misaligned in career, then then we need to change that eventually, right? To actually move forward. Um, but I always give, so after sessions, um, no matter which session you have with me, I always send you integration prompts, which are a series of journaling and reflection prompts that actually bring you through that process of starting to heal through the shadow frequency and then also prompt you to uncover some of those conscious action steps you can take as well to further come into alignment with whatever goal it is that you have at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Work and career love. If you're just simply looking to feel better, you know, anything covers from one end to the other in our lives. Yeah. What's so interesting and what I love about what you just said about really not running away from the shadow aspect and really embracing it, it sounds like. And it's interesting because once you are conscious of these things, um, then you can, I think, pay attention to not only how it plays out in your life, but how it's played out in the past. But then I think the next time sort of that pattern or that behavior or that way of thinking presents itself, you're like, oh, okay, here it is. Like, how do I want to approach it? Do I want to <laughs> respond the same way I used to, or do I want to respond differently? But you don't really have that opportunity, I think, unless you're really aware of those patterns or those thoughts or, or those behaviors um, to begin with. Exactly. Exactly. You know, which is why totally the first step is just understanding those tendencies we have and where they come from. That's the, I think the most important step, honestly, is to unpack them and then understand how they're actually impacting you, what's behind there. And then like you were saying, I love that. It's true. You know, we definitely heal and elevate as we go through life. But you know, those shadow patterns, they often can come back in different forms. That's what I find. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you could be like moving along in the next year. It's like, okay, there's some kind of situation that happens that triggers that sort of same response in you. And you'll be able to, like you said, identify it a lot easier uh, for having done the work around it. And it can often present in sort of different forms, which is like really interesting but that doesn't mean that we're not doing well. I think there's sometimes this misconception in the spiritual community, especially where it's like we get to a place where we're totally healed and evolved and 
that might be the path for like a very small percentage of people where they like actually transcend their human self during their life. But I don't personally believe that's the goal. I see the shadow as something that kind of will continue to probe us forward in our growth. So it's actually not a bad thing at all. It's actually exists for the reason of our our growth and our involvement and honestly our fulfillment Mm -hmm. because as we're pushed towards our, our, our alignment, we become a lot more fulfilled and free. We feel so free. The other thing I like to say is I like to think of our frequency, like our personal vibrational frequency as a ladder. Mm. Yeah. So we're never, um, you know, there's like an infinite amount of different frequencies that we can think of as in a ladder. And on a day-to-day basis, we vibrate maybe between like 10 different rungs of this ladder. So we're up or we're down based on like these little things or just mood. You know, we wake up in a bad mood for no reason. Yeah. That's that's totally possible. But as we do more healing work through the shadow, we can actually move up chunks on the ladder, right? So now all of a sudden we've moved up like 20 rungs and now we're playing like in a different space. Mm -hmm. So our high frequency feels and looks totally different. And so does our shadow. There's still the lower frequency, right? Because we're always going to move up and down about 10 rungs, but we've jumped. We've made a significant jump forward. I think that is so, that's such a great visual because it's really true. And it goes back to what you were sharing about how you never really arrive, that this journey, this life is about continuing to evolve. And you evolve through, I think you evolve not only through hardship and challenge, but also through moments of joy and celebration. Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to realize that because often I have found like the decisions I've made have come as a result of adversity, or it's come as a result of a difficulty uh, with career or health or relationship, but I'm actually now making decisions too Mm -hmm. from that space of healing or from that space of joy Mm -hmm. or celebration. And I think uh, that goes so beautifully with what you were sharing about a ladder that you're Mm -hmm. constantly, you know, going up the next the next wet, like the next step, but then sometimes you take a couple of steps back and that's okay. That's all part of this experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we think about it that way too, you take the pressure off. It's, it's less pressure of feeling like you have to arrive, like that you have to be a certain way. Um, if that makes any sense, like yeah. you don't have to arrive. You, you have already arrived. You're just mm-hmm. on this journey of learning about yourself and evolving and figuring out what feels good and what doesn't. And I think everything in between. I love, yeah, I love that. I love what you said about following your joy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's strange because I don't know that we are given that messaging as much as we should be from yeah throughout our entire lives. Like if anything, I find there can be the opposite where it's like life's hard or, you know, you go to work and it's just a thing, then you can come home and feel good after. And I've I've found this to be completely untrue um, mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. through my journey and you know, if we look at the gene keys and also what it, what it teaches and speaks of is that our soul or we come here with, with a plan and we're moving towards our highest self and we feel good when we're doing that. It's almost like our soul gives us these signposts by making us feel amazing when we're on track. Mm -hmm. So when you feel great, even when you're doing something that maybe hasn't been 
explained to you as something that you should be doing. Of course, I'm speaking about these things from like a conscious place. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. um, I think we can, we can all make the, di- the difference between, between that, but you know, for making decisions based on feeling good and not easy, but ease filled, then honestly, that's, you're, you're going in the right direction. Hmm. It's so interesting what you just said, ease filled, not necessarily Mm -hmm. easy, but ease filled. And the way that I hear that is that yes, like there will be difficulties along the way. And I think especially as you're doing work within this personal development or spiritual space of uncovering your limiting beliefs, uncovering your fears, working to move past them. Um, but there's going to be almost like a sense of ease sometimes I think along the way, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. While you're doing the work that you're supposed to, um, because I also think there's a bit of a myth out there and tell me if this resonates for you too, that once you find the work that you're supposed to do or you're the relationships you're supposed to have, it's all easy. <laughs> it's like bright and shiny, but there's still going to be work within that. And I think that's okay. It's almost like normalize the work, but also normalize the ease within the work. If that makes any sense. I, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. I, t- I completely agree. It, it's not like, um, we don't ever have to do anything anymore. Um, mm-hmm. and often, you know, the path of our highest self is one that's more adventure filled than, you know, maybe taking like the easy route, whatever that might mean for you. And, you know, it, it does come with, with challenges, but it's like, it's like almost taking like taking that adventure, like saying yes to the ride that you're actually meant to be on in your life. And it will definitely challenge you or there will be moments where you feel like a little bit afraid because it's outside of your comfort zone. That's what the adventure of life is. But it will, one thing or emotion I I find will definitely come with, with this path is freedom. You'll feel like you're moving forward. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there won't be that sense of like a rut or stagnation and you'll feel free. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious about that sense of freedom. Um, in what you spoke about, about not feeling that, that stagnation, because we've talked about the shadow side and the shadow work and, but I'm curious on the flip side where there is that sense of freedom, which comes from working through the shadow, but I think also from embracing your gifts. Mm-hmm. And I think there's many of us, me included at times, um, who you, you might feel um, resistance towards embracing those gifts or mm-hmm. resistance towards embracing the path that is true and, and makes sense for you. And I think sometimes maybe a sense of imposter syndrome plays in or not mm-hmm. feeling that sense of I'm worthy. And so I'm curious through your work, both maybe personally, but also professionally, with the gene keys, how, how would someone then begin to embrace their gifts? And I think mm-hmm. be able to see them for what they are or step into them or actualize them. Because I think that's, I think that's part of all of this too. Mm-hmm. So the answer would be looking into the shadow. Um, because it's never that there's something outside of you that's quote, holding you back. It's only what exists within your own energy field. And so if you're finding resistance to moving towards what you know to be true for you, then Mm -hmm. it would be a process of, you know, uncovering 
you know, if we're looking at the gene keys profile, then we would look specifically at whatever that topic is for you. And we would look to the limiting beliefs, the patterns, fears, and stories of those particular gene keys. And we would come up with, like you said, if there's some resistance towards moving forward on your path, imposter syndrome, etc. what does it actually mean for you? What is the fear? Where does it come from? And how can we move through that? What are some of the steps that you can do to actually move through that? Because mm. it's just resistance. It's it's just, they're just based on limiting beliefs and, and fears that you hold within your own energy field. So yeah, I mean, the short answer is, is looking to the shadow mm-hmm. to understand the resistance. I often find um, because now I've worked with so many different people that I can really, it's, it's really incredible to see, you know, the people who are really embodied in the high frequencies of their chart, how their life is again, so ease filled. They're the type of people that we look to and feel like they kind of have it all together. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's like really high vibrational relationships or they're, you know, happy, happily single, um, and they have a thriving career. They're usually very abundant in, um, money and, and wealth and fulfillment and all those good things that really comes with the high frequency. And then, you know, the, the shadow frequency really can keep people in ruts and stagnation quite a bit. And again, if, if you find you're in a rut or you're very stagnant, it's, it would be very beneficial to look at those shadow frequencies and understand what needs to be transcended or alchemized down there. Cause that's all that mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. There's nothing outside you ever holding you back. It's, it's only within your own energy field. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And it's also a lot of responsibility, right? <laughs> I think that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then at that point it's about integration, right? It's about integrating all of these pieces for yourself, but it really sounds like everything, like you said, like the juice is in the shadow work, both in understanding your shadow, but then also accepting, embracing, and walking into your gifts at the same time. So then it comes, it sounds like it becomes about integrating all of these pieces. And I think integration comes both from action and also inaction. And tell me if this resonates for you. I think sometimes we can integrate by taking like concrete steps and um, maybe it's changing jobs or um, your relationships or where you're living, but then also the inaction of sitting mm-hmm. with your emotions, sitting with your experience. Um, maybe there's meditation or yoga or long walks or just, just that process of really sitting with yourself and reflection. And um, I think that's also such a valued piece of it is sort of that inaction. And by inaction, I mean, I mean, you're not physically moving, Mm -hmm. but you know, your brain and your body is moving in a different way. Yeah. I I see a lot of, um, healing or spiritual work as, as you needing to satisfy the yin and then the yang of, of the, Mm -hmm. of it. And I find, like you said, like the yin portion is the understanding, uncovering, doing some journaling, um, reflection and contemplation, which is like, not even really sitting and thinking it's, it's just being, and those answers come to you when you make that type of space. And then the yang, the other, the other portion would be the doing, or I actually like, I'm such a, I love simplicity. It's like my goal in life is to simplify as much as possible Mm -hmm. because we're so inundated with 
so much stimulation. It's, it's incredible. And I just don't believe that we're built to thrive in that much stimulation or most people aren't anyways. So yeah, part of the yang or part of the work can also be clearing space. Like if anything, you might want to get rid of things that feel out of alignment that don't feel good first. And then from that place, then you can make big changes. But even just like looking around your day to day and making a couple changes and like saying no to some things that don't feel good is huge. That's, mm-hmm. that's a huge thing too. Yeah. Sort of clear your outer space to clear your inner space Love it. and clearing also starts with boundaries and boundary work. And that sounds like a lot with what you were just sharing about, you know, not only saying no, but then also establishing, establishing boundaries for yourself within your own environment. What feels good? What doesn't, what do I need to get rid of? Or what do I need to let go of, um, to then step into this new version or just the version of yourself in your life that feels good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have like, um, like a go-to mantra or a quote or affirmation, um, that has really helped you, I think along your journey, um, or maybe that rings true for you with the gene keys, um, and the, and the work that you're doing? Oh my gosh. So, I mean, there's so many things that have helped me along the way right now. <laughs> I mean, I like, I love to save the juices in the shadow, I love saying, you know, that the only thing that's holding you back from your highest self is, is within your own energy field. Mm. Simplicity is something I hang on to honestly, every day of my life in my own personal life and how Mm -hmm. I move through, through my day. Yeah. Those are all so good. (laughs) And I think they really speak to who you are, who Jordan is, but also to the work that you're doing with the Gene Keys. And I'm curious, what continues to inspire you or who continues to inspire you um, to do this work? What inspires me? Well, sharing this information with others. So I, I suppose my clients or anyone who's interested in understanding more, not just about the Gene Keys, but about healing and elevating their vibrational frequency is what inspires me. So any Mm -hmm. individual person who, because I always say it honestly takes courage to be brave enough to look not just for those high sides. It's wonderful to know our highest self. And if you're into that, then the gene keys is, is totally for you too. But anyone who's willing to do that deeper uncovering of looking at what's actually holding them back in their life from connecting with their highest self then those people inspire me every day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, I'm also inspired by the individual people that want to shift their frequency higher because that's the ultimate end of the Gene Keys work. That's, that's really the ultimate point is actually to shift your frequency higher. And then I believe when we do that individually, it creates a ripple effect through our life and through the world. And so everybody Mm -hmm. in your space benefits from it. And it goes much beyond that in a quantum way. Yeah. So, you know, the the work starts with us, but it has such a, a huge impact on the collective. That's really what inspires my work. Yeah. I say this all the time, but heal yourself to heal the world. Um, because I think so many of us 
are so focused and I think it's beautiful and rightfully so on how can we, how can we heal the world? What can we do to protect our planet, protect ourselves? But it really, it starts with that deep inner healing. And so it's great to know that there are tools I think out there like the gene keys that can help facilitate that healing and and help facilitate that learning. And at the beginning of our conversation, we talked about human design and, and how that really led you to the gene keys. So today, are there other modalities or things that you do, tools that you use um, to aid you in your own spiritual and healing journey? Because like we've both shared it, it's ongoing and it doesn't stop. So I'm curious, um, what, what do your practices look like? I love that you asked that, Cindy. I think you and I were like on the same. <laughs> Are we on the same like oh, wavelength right now? <laughs> I think we, you and I were, we speak on a, on a different level. Like we have tele, telepathic abilities. You know, we should, so we should probably share that right before we started recording. You were like, Oh, I just took a sniff of peppermint oil. And I was like, I just put peppermint oil on my neck. So yeah, you and I are on the same page bizarre. today. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. And as you were just talking there, you know, I was just thinking, okay, well, I need to share with them about site K because that's also yes. another big piece that's coming through my work, but um, I should kind of backtrack and talk about uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton. He's also somebody whose work I really admire. He's um, a big proponent of Site K. So, if we're talking more about my personal practices, oh my gosh, especially through this time, the the things that have keep me grounded and moving in a calm way through my days is meditation for sure. Nature. Oh my gosh. I, I've been sharing more lately that like my days have never been more busy, but even if I feel so overwhelmed, I, I won't hesitate to just like leave my house Mm -hmm. and walk down Mm -hmm. to the water and sit there for an hour. And I just call them like my inconvenient breaks where it's like, should I be taking a break? (laughs) No, but but, but I'm also going to, yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's interesting because the more I do, the more I prove to myself that it's okay. Like the world won't mm-hmm. fall apart if I step out for an hour. It's only going to benefit me and make me come back to homeostasis in my own body. And then I can continue on more effectively than before. Mm-hmm. So meditation, nature, and then Psych K. Psych K is going to be something that I offer through my work as well. This fall, coming this fall, it's a spiritual technology, I like to call it. It's a healing modality where we use a series of, they're called balances. They're very quick and easy and and very light and effective ways to actually transcend and alchemize limiting beliefs. And so whenever I feel resistance, I've been working with Psych K for about a year now in my own mm-hmm. life and in, in conjunction with my Gene Keys profile. So whenever I'm experiencing personal resistance, I know that there is either there's a stress or there's a limiting belief or fear that's underlying that, that, that feeling, um, that resistance. And so Psych K is a tool where we can transform that, that resistance and stress in minutes. And I mean, I've been, uh, like a spiritual junkie, like my whole life. I mean, and I'm talking from young, like probably seven, eight years old. Wow. Um, yeah. So I've, I've really gone to, from one end to the other in terms of healing modalities and experimenting with myself. And Psyche is by far the most wildly effective 
um, healing modality that I've ever found. So I'm really excited. Um, hmm. I'm talking about it a little too soon because it's not, That's okay. it's not available through my work yet, but it's, it's coming. It's kind of the part two, like it's going to be a little bit of the phase two, yeah. but to answer your question, it's something that I do for myself on a, you know, daily, weekly basis, whenever I feel that I need to shift something and it's accelerated my life in ways that I mm. can barely explain. Yeah. I love that. And I, I don't think it's too soon to talk about <laughs> the things that we're excited about or passionate about or integrating um, or offering. I think that's the first step often in putting it out there is just that process of sharing because oftentimes we can feel like, oh, it's we're, it's, we're not ready yet or it's too soon. Totally. Um, and that can like prevent you from stepping forward fully in what it is that you want to do. And I think speaking of stepping fully into, into what we want to do. I, I would love to ask you the question that I ask everybody really that comes on the show, but, but that is, what is your biggest dream? Well, I think I'm moving towards my biggest dream. My, my biggest dream definitely is because I'm very, um, into my career, especially right now in my life is to have a very fulfilling healing practice where I'm helping other people, live their best lives and mm -hmm. transform while also living my best life. Um, and for me, that would look like freedom. Like freedom is really my, the key word that underlies all of, you know, all of my goals and all of my dreams would be, you know, the freedom to travel and to see different places and to work from wherever I want and to just experience and taste life at its fullest. Mm. Just, just live life on, on my own terms, I think is my biggest dream. And then to help other people do that as well. I love it. I love it because I feel like that's the ultimate dream for so many, right? Is to, mm -hmm. to live this life on your terms and do what feels good, what fulfills you, makes you happy, brings you joy. And Jordan, this has been such a fun way for me to start off my day. I'm so excited <laughs> that we've connected and we had this conversation for the podcast. Where can everybody find you, um, connect with you, book a session, uh, and, and learn more? Yeah. So, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's yeah, been course. so fun. I mean, our session was so much fun. And so was this conversation and it's so easy talking to you. So thank you. Yes. Ditto. Oh my gosh. And, um, okay. So people can find me through my website is jordancardarelli.com. Uh, my only social right now is Instagram. That's jordan.cardarelli. Um, you can book Gene Key sessions through my website. And I'm just launching a digital offering called Your Cosmic DNA Digitals. And this is like a, so it'll be a digital package of your entire Gene Keys profile with so many other bonuses weaved in there, um, goes over your Gene Keys connection to human design and astrology and the chakra system. So it's like designed to mimic three sessions with me. And then there's little goodies and bonuses at the end. And um, I'm really excited about that. It's launching on Monday. So by the time this conference, so exciting. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's been kind of my creative baby. So it's like grim releasing it into the world. And that's, that's my new yeah. thing. And then yeah, everything's on my website. Perfect. Everything's going to go in the show notes, um, links to everything, the session, the new offerings. Um, I'm so excited to share this. And you and I, we didn't even talk about it, but we had a session together a week ago <laughs> and Jordan is super talented and, and went through my Gene Keys profile. And let's just say it's super aligned. 
um, lots of storytelling in there and sharing via uh, speaking and audio. So that was very cool. (laughs) Um, So highly recommend uh, checking out Jordan's work. And thank you so much again for such an awesome conversation. I'm, I'm really excited to share this one. Thank you, Sydney. It's been the best.